What up, Rad Dad Pod? We back here coming to you live Thursday this week, November 2nd. A little bit of a, a shift in uh, recording scheduling here. We've got a lot of Thursday night football on. We've got Troy duking it out with the Jags of USA. We've got TCU. I literally turned around for maybe 20 minutes and Texas Tech blew a 27 lead. Yeah. Like, what are they? Man, there's been some there's been some things I thought that that I knew about college football this year. I've got some right. But man, I thought Texas Tech was going to be like a dark horse in the Big 12 and they are not. I got Arkansas right. I remember that. I said I like Sam Pittman, but he's fired, and that's going to come to Yeah. Yeah, Washington, I, so far I've nailed that one. Didn't uh should have grabbed that future on Michael Penix, the Heisman future that was like plus 8,000 or something, but they've been they've been kind of tiptoeing around though. They they're, they're kind of like begging for somebody to beat them right now. Dicking around. Yeah, they've been been dicking around in the garage. Um, so I, I pulled up the I pulled up the box score of this uh, Titans Steelers game. Oh God! And the first oh, thing Jesus. I pulled, like it's it caught what me is wrong guard. with you? Well, I just I had because I have Derek Henry, so I'm just trying to see. Uh, first thing okay. it pops up, it says passing W. Levis. I swear <laughs> to God, it said W. Lewis. And I was like Wesley. He's in the game. <laughs> He's out there wearing jean shorts <laughs> and Reebok pumps. <laughs> no, he wears the uh, and ones. Still, <laughs> probably. Gang, gang. <laughs> He's probably wearing a Pele Pele. Maybe some Fu- <laughs> like a Fubu jersey, like an 05 jersey. Yeah, you know they're coming back. You know, Fubu still around. Or is M one still around? No, M one's coming back too. And shit. I think Big Dog should come back. <laughs> or Big Johnson. Or Big Johnson. Big Johnson. <laughs> Dixie Outfitters. Oh, wow. wow. It, it got, it got wow. really unhinged it's when, old. like, Dixie Outfitters was just like, ah, you know, we, we like hunting and, you know, dogs. And then, like, I guess the same brand was like, here's our new line, Legends of the Confederacy. <laughs> and it's just like generals just oh, glorifying – Assholes. That's when we were in middle school, and I remember our middle school shut Dude. that shit down quickly. Like you would get in trouble if you wore one. I remember Mr. Really? Jeremy. Oh, oh yeah. You were not allowed oh, to wear damn. it. Oh, I can't oh, wear a Dixie Outfitter shirt on Robert E. Lee's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fascist. Dude, I remember there were some kids that um that were like trying to as a you know quote joke, but this is I guess where it's just like this thing that's just passed down until you just learn better. But they were like, I remember kids were like, we should all wear our Dixie Outfitter shirts on Martin Luther King Day. And I was like, that's an awful idea. You're going to get expelled. Slash probably shot in the parking lot. So They're probably going to get beat up. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, they never did. But yeah, dude, I remember I always wanted a big Johnson shirt. I never understood when you're like nine, 10 years old. Yeah, you're you just like, oh, that's funny. Yeah, you don't get it. And then now it's like, oh, that's why my parents were like, hell. Was was Big Johnson the one with the like the goofy looking dude with the girl with the huge tits? Yes. Every every shirt was just a sexual innuendo. So here's the thing. It's like growing up going to the Mid-South Fair. <laughs> I, <I've, laughs> 
Lots of big dog and big Johnson people. There. A lot of big dog, big Johnson. But you know what's funny? Like, I feel like people always bring up the airbrush stuff. Did like I never actually wanted anything that was airbrushed in my entire life. Did either of y'all actually want like an airbrushed license plate or t-shirt or something? No. I feel like everybody's just lying when they're like, oh yeah, man, I had the airbrush. This like no, you I, I, uh, not airbrush, but I've always wanted like a caricature done. Now I would. You've never had then, a caricature done? No, because if I, I would not have gotten one back then because they would have they highlight all your flaws, and I'm I'm not about that. And back then I, got, I, had, I had too well, many. You're, I mean, you're you're hashtag flawless now, dude. I don't have it. I don't have it down here because my wife has it in her office. But dude, back in I guess 2013, when I was living in Chicago, me and old old Cody Melly were out, and uh, there was a homeless guy saying he would do a he would do profiles, and you know, of course, we're were very uh, lubed up at that point. So I was just like, all right, let's do it. And Cody was like, no, nah, man. And I was like, no, nah, let's let's see what he's got. And he was like, I'll do it in under three minutes. So I was like, okay. So literally just stood on the sidewalk and this dude did it. And like, I, it's, it's upstairs. It was actually pretty damn good. Was it a caricature or was it like legit? No, just like a sketch. Okay, gotcha. Like a rough sketch. Yeah, yeah. Not not a fair caricature, but it's pretty legit. Like it when I got it, I like folded it up and put it in my pocket. And then when I got home that night, uh, Cody was like, Hey, do you still have that drawing? And I pulled it out. We were both like, Holy shit. Like that was pretty damn good. I did a great um, job. Look at Garth Brooks up here. Black Friday football. Hell Old yeah. Garth. Chris Gaines. Rocking the rocking the G hat. Lowercase g. Have we talked about that? Do you know why it's lowercase? Because only God gets uppercase g. I was going to say, you don't have to think too hard. Yeah. yeah. Only God uppercase. Yeah, I remember always thinking. It looks like that's the most ridiculous fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> my God. <laughs> I get it. I'm not trying to be that way, but. <laughs> yeah, I mean. When I first heard that, I was like, that's not real. And they're I'm like, sure he no. is just the godliest human you've ever been around. He probably is. He's he's allegedly like super duper nice. Um, I was talking to some guys. It was actually at a Titans tailgate. And they were in like, like private security. And they said that they were um, he worked for a company that did his private security outside his house. And he said that like every weekend on like the night shift, Garth would order pizza for like the people that would stay like overnight outside his. What a what a pain in the ass of a life that you have to have just security around your house, dude. I'd be so angry. At we talked. You do that? Did we we talked about the Beckham documentary, dude? His life sucked for a long time. Oh god, yeah. Just couldn't do anything. Like, and then when he had kids, like when they were showing him driving around in uh, Milan. And like Posh is holding his oldest, like when it Madrid. was like maybe, huh? Madrid or Milan? Oh, was it was it Madrid? It was it was one of those. But like, you know, his oldest is like one or two, and like in the back seat, and the the kids like freaking out because people are just banging on the windows. <laughs> like, dude, yeah, that like, would be like watching miserable. his yeah, watching his life. I, I I see what you're saying. Like, I could not, you could not pay me enough to live a life where I have to constantly have sex with Victoria Beckham. <laughs> 
Like, shoot me in the head. She was great on that documentary. I didn't know. I didn't know where you were going there for a second. <laughs> I, I thought. I <laughs> thought you were going with like. You kind of to took me to... on, a, on a long and winding road there. I didn't know where it <laughs> I haven't even watched it. <laughs> it's really good. Oh, David. Oh, David. Batum. <laughs> no, keep going. Do more. Get, get your soccer ball. Uh, no, I want, you to, I want you to put your balls in my goal. <laughs> Not your best, Joe. Well, no, the goal. You know what the goal is. We talked. We talked last week about sod. Telling somebody to sod off, and how y'all didn't know what that was. Y'all thought I was talking about a shotgun. Yeah, I was talking about illegal guns. Yeah, Speaking of illegal earlier. guns, the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> I was about to say, so we were talking a lot earlier God. about, um, I thought I knew college football and blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, I thought I knew basketball last night. I'm like, they're coming back. And they end up losing. It's worse. We're all putting hundred hours on it. It's like worse and worse and worse yeah, and worse. I, and I worse. checked the final score this morning and I was like, cool. Hey, you know what the final score told me? Hey, at least we're not the Pacers. That's what the final score told me. Well, the, only team that doesn't have a 50. the only team that does not have a win. <laughs> God, if that's the measuring stick this early. But I mean, you think about it though. It's like, yeah, they're zero and five, but Lakers, Lakers are zero and five last year. Thank you. They went what, what, two and twelve, yeah, or something like that. Well, I mean, did, did, uh, the, did the Lakers sign Bianca last year? The, Lake, the Lakers also have the best player in the world, so that helps. I mean, I don't know how to call Austin Reeves the best player in the world. <laughs> I saw a clip of him breaking some dude's leg in a game the other night. On a pull-up jumper, just crossed some some poor soul, just fell all over the floor. Fuck, I saw that. I saw the I saw the Steph uh, Dylan Brooks one. That was funny. Oh, that was but great. It, it does it does help a lot when LeBron James plays for your team. Um, I I was gonna ask, but I'm glad we're saved it for the recording. I heard somebody today that were saying the Grizzlies knew preseason, or I guess off season too that there was a chance Steven Adams was not going to be able to go, and they still didn't go get anybody. Is that true? Well, I think they were just being overly optimistic because if they're they if 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 they knew, us they would not have played him like preseason. Yeah, there's no way. Like that that's I mean that's it's a hard enough time saying if someone has something tweaked like Santi Aldama. I don't know what the severity of that is, but he sprained his ankle. Yeah, they gave no kind of grade on th- how severe it was, but then, but he's still isn't back, and I don't know what the, I know he's not the end all be all to you know, turn this little losing streak around, but they're not well, they're not even risking it. Maybe that's because of Steven Adams. I don't know, but I mean they're not risking. Well, I mean, and I think that as much as I would have defended the front office in past years. You know their their mistakes are starting to show, and you got to start being more honest with kind of why is this guy hurt? What is he out with? You know, if you want to be real secretive and stuff like that, and you're winning and you're you know, you're making great draft picks and stuff, okay, that's fine. But your draft picks aren't necessarily hitting, and you kind of aren't telling people the truth. It seems like. I, you know, I, I I think it's a really easy way to lose trust amongst a part of the fan base, which isn't good. 
because they're moving the team to Nashville. So, you know. How bad does it have to basketball? How bad does it have to get for them to start considering just tanking? I think like is that a conversation that's come up yet? Like five and five and twenty before his comeback, five and twenty. But I I don't I don't the whole tanking thing. I I've always agreed with Vernon on this. Like that sends the wrong message. I would I don't I would never, especially now when there's a play in, like. You have to be one of the top 10 teams to have a shot. And like you could be the Warriors or you could be the Lakers, someone like that who's you sneak in because you're getting hot at the right time, you're getting healthy at the right time. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. But I think they, they do seriously have to look at getting rid of certain pieces that obviously aren't gonna work and adding something. Like I know y'all are kind of making fun of me about the Wiseman thing, but why not? You can get rid of you can get rid of LaRavia. Get rid of LaRavia and one. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. I was just and you can yeah. get you can get why, who's picking up do not plays or did not plays. You know, just take a fucking flyer on him, man. Like that's or LaRavia. LaRavia needs a do not play. <laughs> well, but my thing is that you know you're you're not getting Stephen Adams back this year. You're not probably getting Brandon Clark back this year. You know that. <laughs> That's two guys that would make a big difference on the team. So you got to go do something. You you, you can't and, and Biombo could come in and be amazing and, and and do really well. But we're still having to rely on guys that probably shouldn't be getting more than eight minutes a game, getting fifteen minutes a game right now. And that's that's putting us in a bad spot. I mean, look at the second quarter last night, they were running Jake Gilliard out there. You know, well, and I'll say this too: all all credit in the world to Tillman, and honestly, to Zaire. Like those are two guys that one Zaire's come off his sophomore slump and is playing pretty hard basketball right right now, much better than what we saw last year. More confident basketball too. Yeah, and I and I think that Tillman is Tillman is showing what he can be. But he doesn't need to be that person in this role. He needs to be that person in what his role has been. And it's like, oh, shit, like he's a really good piece now. So it's just this weird – I mean, what do you – I mean, you think we take one against Portland? Yeah, yeah. I think Portland's not good. I mean, and I, and I think they – Washington's not good. I know. Um I just I'm like you're you're without a bunch of rotation players and there's just nothing you can really you, you don't have what you don't like you, you don't have a Tyus Jones you have Derrick Rose but Derek he's not he he looks old like he's yeah. has spurts whatever but like he can't shoot the ball he he can't really score because he can't get to the basket like he used to be able to yeah, he's, he he's not that person yeah um he he's, he can't do anything defensively. So, I mean, you have Marcus Smart and Desmond Bain and, you know, what was it? Um, Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson were a combined minus 50 last night. Well, I mean, maybe Luke Kennard actually starts hitting shots. That's another thing, too. It's like he's not going to stay cold. Like, he's just not. He went went down to Oxford for that weekend and turned into Morgan Wallen. You know, just can't, can't perform. Maybe it's an Oxford problem. Can't perform. It's not a problem. No, but imagine about my question about tanking is at some point you got to get players, and that's like really the only way, right? Is to 
get a high. Yeah, I mean in theory, because we're not going to get free agents. But I mean, the, the thing with tanking this year is there's not as as far as I can think off the top of my head, there's not some great like like center rebounding prospect in the in the league. But if there's that Mozilla's kid, but yeah. he's. Like everybody, everybody that's going to be picked in the top ten is like a, a small four, power four, like which we we have. Like it's just it's it's that's what they are. Yeah, it's like it, look, it, it's. I mean, this is we're all locals. It's not like I'm bashing Memphis, but I mean that's kind of like the rub with like a small market team, like. It's not like people are dying to go to Memphis. I mean, like LA is different, Boston, whatever, like big market, big cities. So, like, I feel like the Grizzlies are going to have to just either get really lucky with, you know, stay injury free. Jaw has to come back and be ready to go and be clicking on all cylinders when he gets back. And you got to get some dudes in the draft. Well, and, and, Especially when you whiff on all the last few picks, I, I think that is and and your, you know, see what you think about this kind of take of sorts. You know, I I think it is very important for not only Jaw to be likable to attract a free agent or two, but I think it's really important for the team to be likable. Like Dylan Brooks. We weren't getting any free agents with Dylan Brooks. The the most teams hated us. They didn't respect us. They 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 actively did not like the Memphis Grizzlies. And it was and then for whatever for a good reason maybe. And you weren't going to have a free agent coming and going. Yo, yeah, I'll, I'll go to the Grizz. Yeah, I'm going to go play. With they, they didn't like us. They didn't like him. And I, I think that you know you've made a move to get rid of that. You know, and if you can kind of you know change your image from what has typically been the Grizzlies image, you can maybe attract a better free agent. Um, the the better free agent doesn't want to come to grit and grind. They want to come to a place where, Hey, it's fun to play. I got a couple good young guys. You know, if it's a veteran free agent, maybe I can chase a ring with these guys, you know, and, and they weren't doing that in the past and maybe getting rid of Dylan Brooks and, and kind of creating a different mindset can actually help us free agent wise. Well, yeah, but at the same time, if people people like would like to come here, if they they come and play here and they see the passion of the fan base, if you start tanking, look at the Tigers. As soon as you start sucking, this like the the city of the fan base gives up. There's a lot of that's ticket, a lot of that's ticket based, though. Yeah, tickets are ridiculous. I mean, it's it's cheaper to go to a, a, a Grizzlies game than it is to a Tigers game, which is ridiculous. Yeah, that's true. Um, but then you have, I think when you have like Marcus Smart a veteran like that who comes here and, you know, of course he's going to say the right things on camera and, and interviews and stuff. Yeah. But um, if you make it attractive to him, you start taking with people like him, even people like Jaw, like they're not going to like that. They're, I mean, like, okay, you know, that, that that's how you don't get to resign players to me. You know, it's not like a, if you're, you're yeah, if you but, tank, you're, you're banking on hitting and hitting in the draft and, and even getting you have to get lucky in the lottery too. It's not like you just, yeah, you're, you're, you're banking on getting Embiid. You're banking on getting Giannis. You're banking on getting that type of player. Yeah. yeah and, and like, or doing that, you could maybe use that high pick to trade for what you actually need and guarantee <laughs> what you need. But 
Yeah, well, you got at, Tillman's not. The, he's trying to be a stretch, a stretch big, and he's not because he's not nah. a great shooter. Yeah. Well, look at the look at the Thunder. I mean, I'm they're. I don't. I don't watch every game, but I, I don't. It doesn't take a genius to figure out. You know, when they were bad, their attendance was probably really bad. But then they get some good draft picks. They have some luck. You get, you know, Chet Holmgren. You get. Shea Gilgis Alexander. I mean, it, uh, and it's a lot of luck, but also Giddy. like it makes sense when you can stack up. Because look, it, nobody is 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 a guarantee can't miss. Like it, it's also luck. We're like, yeah, you get a great player, but like they could just suck. Yeah, if they don't they fit don't in your team, fit in your system, then it's you know they don't translate to the NBA. Yeah, they they they're injury prone, whatever, but. Now look at the Thunder. I mean, I haven't looked at their attendance numbers, but I'm sure they're up because they're young. They've got some big time talent. They're exciting. Um, I mean, it's risky, sure. And I mean, do you think if like they were quote tanking, that Memphis fans would just flat out stop going? Because I feel like Memphis is a great city for basketball. Like, it's a basketball town. I feel like they would still go. Well, it just depends. Like people would go back in the day, but you could also get, you know, five dollars Sonic Super Saver seats. You know, so I mean, people will come, but you have to structure the pricing to come. That that's where, uh, that's where Memphis Tiger basketball screws itself. Like I want to buy season tickets, and the only season ticket that I can afford is one that I don't know my seat is until a day out from the game. Like you have to donate money to sit in the nosebleeds. It's it's ridiculous. It's you know, most of these teams can attract better attendance and they just don't want to because they'd rather have a, a 60% full stadium making the same money that a 100% full stadium would. I don't know why, but that's just they won't. Was that a... Is that an NBA decision or is that a franchise-by-franchise decision? It's got to be franchise-by-franchise because ticket, base ticket prices are different everywhere. So why are the Grizzlies doing that? Because they can draw right now. Well, maybe not. For yeah, I mean, what, I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, you're getting especially with the the star power with all these teams that are coming in. I mean, people want to see that. Yeah. You know, the and like now, especially with the um, rules they have now on um, resting. Now, now they just sent the star players home. <laughs> <laughs> Right, but I mean, I mean, the other night they—they, they, I had no idea Kyrie wasn't playing mm-hmm. up until I get there, and then, um, he didn't play, you know. But it was, yeah, it was still. You well, know. you know, I asked just out of you know curiosity. I asked uh, Danny the other day at work, and I think he's had season tickets for like eleven years or so. And I said, "Is there a point?" in which like you would get so frustrated, like you would call your ticket rep and be like, Hey, like I'm done unless something changes, like I'm done. And he was like, you know, he's like, probably not. But he was like, also, you know, I've had 10 different ticket reps, every, you know, over 11 years. Like there's not, I, I don't know. It's just kind of, it's, it's weird. I, I don't think that no matter even if you're a guy that's held season tickets for that long, it's not like the franchise really cares about you in any way. Like they don't do the MVP line stuff. Like there's little shit like that. Like they just don't do because they don't really give a shit. Like they're going to get TV money. They'll get enough people in the stands. If not, they'll threaten to move and they'll get some, you know, 
upgrade to the stadium. Like, they don't give a shit. Like, this is what it is. They're not going to move. Move it in Asheville, baby. J.J. Reddick. No. J.J. Reddick. Is that what he's saying? Moving to Nashville, they just say the murders are robberies. Why? Wait, so JJ Reddick is saying that is he thing. said it in a clip what they were talking about. They it was a just a off season. Let's fill some time. Question of um, what team would you like to see, or what what city would you like to see have a team, whatever? If there was an expansion, they were like, oh, you know, if I was me, I'd have to move the Grizzlies to Nashville, or I do this to this, go back to Seattle, this and this and this, and then everyone just blew his ass up. And he came back on. He was like, look. I didn't mean that. I love Memphis, blah, blah, blah. He was just covering his ass, but everybody says it. I don't know where... Or, I don't know where they'd put it. They would just redo Bridgestone. Yeah, but how would you... I mean, that Bridge would music be call of fame. a logistical nightmare to have to schedule around the, the Ryman. I mean, they do it. They do it at the Garden. I mean, I know it can be done, but it's just a lot. And they, pay the, they pay those people. I mean, they, they would they would support. I mean, I remember when the Preds were there, and all the NHL people were like, "This is so stupid!" Like, nobody in the South cares about hockey. Like, dude, if you win, people care. Well, that's like, like so- look at Nashville SC. They got sellout yeah. crowds on Tuesday nights because Nashville SC is good. Like. People, if if you're if you win, like people will go, people will support it. Well, no, and the the good thing about being like a southern sports town is nobody will ever be a worse southern sports town than Atlanta. So <laughs> nobody will ever beat that. Not even fucking selling out NLCS games. It's Christ. And like now, like even that the Preds are they're kind of climbing back. Like they they you know made the Stanley Cup playoffs you know years ago, and then. A lot of their, you know, old head guys, you know, fizzled out, left, retired. And now they've got some talent, some young talent. And, you know, Bridgestone still has good crowds because I think now people in Nashville just like hockey. Yeah. Like it's just kind of their thing now. Like, I know well, so that's many- the, the, the Grizzlies has gotten to a point now to where you actually have a generation of kids that grew up yeah. with the Grizzlies. Yeah. So you've got you've got you've got people now that are old enough to get season tickets and to like yeah. take their kids or you know be able to afford season tickets. I mean, I, there are so many people in Nashville that have season tickets to Preds. Yeah, because it's just like a thing you do. Well, that's like same when with, I same when I didn't live here. You know, people would ask, they'd be like, "Oh, so are you a Titans fan?" And I'm like, "Dude, like Titans were around, like, <laughs> and then they they were in Nashville, so like, that was a long ways away in theory. Like, you know." You got to be around for, you know, 15, 20 years to really get like a true sense of the fan base, I think, in my mind. Well, I mean, you know, I went to every game when they were in Memphis. And, I mean, they were never going to stay in Memphis. They were always going to move. But, I mean, Memphis people still showed up. Like, it was, I think, like, two of the games were sellouts, maybe. I know the first one was. But, um. Well, the Pittsburgh game was a sellout, but that was because yeah. of Pittsburgh. All those yinzers. Yinzers, yinzers that live in Memphis. 
okay, let me ask you all this. This for this is like one of those really stupid things that shouldn't bother me like it does, but it just does. This is a two-parter. When I see people driving around town with like double Cowboys flags on like a Wednesday, why do people do that? Open practice, dude. Cowboy for life. That's just, that's, that's too much. It's too much. Take it off the car after Sunday. And then another, (laughs) and then another thing that, that like drives me insane is when people go to any sporting event, like college football game, for, for example, let's say it's Tennessee is playing Georgia. And then you've got people walking around the stadium wearing, you know, I don't know, take your pick, Kentucky stuff or (laughs) Mississippi. Like, colors don't run. Colors don't fucking run. I have 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 a feeling that would bug the shit out of you, York. Oh, God, it would. Yeah, I was about to say, that would really drive you insane. That's just so dumb. Like, why are you wearing that? Because you're the guy that's like, oh, yeah. Because you are there literally hoping to talk shit to somebody. Yeah. You want someone to talk shit to you and you start a fight. That's all you want. That's like the only reason. Like, there's no other reason to do that. That to me, every time I see that, I'm just like, why? Why are you there? Well, I'm here with a friend, and you know, okay, well, just wear a normal shirt or a normal jacket. Yeah. Wear the beauty games. When I've gone to like Memphis away (laughs) games, like I'll wear pretty like calm gear too. Like I'll wear Memphis gear, but like I'll wear pretty like calm Memphis gear too. Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I have to just being a member of the media, you know, I can't go decked out and all this stuff. But, you know, even when I, you know, if I'm going as a fan, I'm not going to be head to toe Ole Miss. Like I'll have like a hat or, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm, But like when people go out of their way to wear a different team's colors or logo when that team is not playing in that stadium or that arena, that's just always weird. It's weirded me out. Very strange. I don't get it. Really grinds your gears. It really does. But I got a, I got a story to take us away from sports for a second. All right. So, and y'all probably both have experience. Oh, I know York does. He had experience with it today. But I know I know that probably both y'all have experience in going on field trips with your kids. Correct. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fucking love that shit. You got chaperones, things like that. So Amanda texted me today. They they did their field trip to was was it Cedar Cedar Hill Farms or whatever. Yeah. They did their field trip there. I was there two weeks ago. So let me let me read the series of text messages here. She she brought up the pig rest, didn't she? No, no. Oh, damn it. Just had a fist fight between between chaperones. Mom's new boyfriend showed up and hit dad. It was the same. <laughs> Both got arrested and CPS had to be called. Not mine, but in my pod. So apparently, mom's a chaperone on this. Mississippi go Mississippi. Shows up, well, well, new boyfriend, you know, or or old old husband wanted to come on board too, you know, ex. She texts uh, new boyfriend. New boyfriend didn't like that too much. Comes up there, just starts decking the guy. They said the lady from Cedar Hill Farms was like, I don't put up with this fucking shit. Fucking separate it. Where were the what was the where was the field trip again? 
it's like it's called Cedar Hill Farms. It's like so like what is it, York? You've been it's there. It's in between it's in between Hernando and Senatobia on 51. It's a big they have a big pumpkin patch. It's where they have like Christmas trees. They have a bunch of animals and stuff. You can go around, you can feed the chickens, and you can they have a zip line apparently that nobody mans and a kid like fell off of last week. <laughs> they got stuff like they got a playground, they've got like a little cafeteria, like a cafe or whatever. They've got um, you can go, it's like a big pump patch. You can pick out your pumpkin. You can go do all the stuff. There's hay rides. You can, hey, you can go get in a, get into a fight with your uh, wife's uh, ex husband. You know, that's what yeah. you can. I mean, and, and then you have um. Then but last time I was there, they had like a they called it they called it Pickadega, but I don't know why you wouldn't call it Pickladega. Piglet, yeah, Pickladega. And like they have Pickle Piglet Dega. Piglet Dega. Yeah, Piglet Piglet Dega. Piccadilly. Piccadilly to go. <laughs> they got just call, it, just call it Lubies. Yeah. I was more of a Lubies guy myself. <laughs> no, they had like a it's a track, whatever, that they just like, all right, y'all ready for the Piccadega? And they got he goes, Who thinks the white pig's gonna win? The red pig, the black pig. And everyone's like, White, white, white. And I'm like, Please don't scream that. And then it's like, we're not at Lewisburg. <laughs> then they raise it up and whatever. The thing is, these field trips, too, it's not just one school's grade, it's Clinton City's Clinton County schools are there. You know, today it today it was literally a high school reunion because it was DeSoto County. It's all of our people that went to high school that had kids that are there. Um yeah. it was um Lewisburg was there. Uh, Center Hill was there, um, and of course, the Soto Central. They were yeah. all there, like all these different classes. That's why they like said your parents can come because as soon as the parents got there, they said you can stay with us or you can just take your kid, and do what y'all want to. Please do that. And here you go, sign this so he can go home with you when you leave here. Like, <laughs> they did that. I was like, all right, but I mean, it was fun. I mean, it was yeah. just all of us, you just pretty much do what you wanted to do. And I was like, all right, Lucas, what do you let's go look at the animals that we've seen a thousand times. And I had this conversation too with the when I was getting my hair cut. Um, the guy cuts my hair like he had uh, he had friends coming in town. And they were like, "Man, uh, he's like my wife's never been here before, so she wants to go eat barbecue and she wants to go to, like go to the zoo." And I've always been like, "Why are people obsessed with the zoo?" Like, but like I guess because I've I've always had a zoo, so yeah, it's never been like. The Memphis like, Zoo is is pretty nice. That's what I heard, but it's like if I mean, what's a shitty zoo like? That bad. You ever seen Tiger King? Yeah. There you go. Hey, do you think the fight? Do you think the fight between the ex boyfriend and boyfriend started when like the dude showed up? No, no ex husband and boyfriend. Oh, ex husband. Excuse me. Yeah. Do you think the ex husband showed up and when like before? Fist started flying. He just yelled out, "Hey, you old bitch!" <laughs> and then he. <laughs> Sorry. My thing is, I just so York. What is what like? And not to not to delve into personal stuff or anything, but like, oh, what is the what is the etiquette there? Like, let's say, like in theory, like it's not your weekend or your week, but there is a field trip. Like, that's fine, right? Yeah, if you're st- you have to ask the etiquette. You're asking one side of of the opinion on the etiquette. My etiquette yeah. would probably very much fucking differ from somebody else's etiquette. 
But like, like legally though, legally, legally. I mean, it's you are a lot. Okay, well, legally, a lot of is like you have every right to attend school events, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. standard. Like, I mean, it's that's what I thought. Yeah, and it's also self. It's also should be fucking self-explanatory. What was that? Yeah. Like I have like today. Today I went to Lucas's and, um, of course his mom couldn't go, but like if she would have went, I'd be like whatever. Like yeah, fine, yeah. But I, but also like if if she would have went, I probably wouldn't have gone because I've, I have to go to work. Yeah. But if she can't go. Like I, I'm not gonna. I like that I get to spend time with like at these things, whatever. But um, it's also like I wouldn't mind if she was there. Like just we had this birthday party last weekend and it was. Totally fine, you know. Everyone's yeah. cordial, you know. Then that's how it should always be. It should not be, you know, like that. But that is some just what Amanda experienced today is just some red date bullshit. Yeah, especially with the ex husband. It's and it sounds like the ex husband was there with every right he should have been. But then there's probably you know drama in the background that no one knew about, yeah. and then the boyfriend shows up, and I'm sure I'm sure the kid was fucking thrilled. Oh, so, I mean, so not only did the cops get called and both of them get arrested, they had to call CPS, too, because the kid was like the the ex-husband said that the kid was getting abused and then the kid like kind of like agreed. So CPS had to get called, too. Like just Jesus Christ. How busy do you think the CPS department is in DeSoto County? It's got to be just all the time. I, mean, I think it's busy everywhere, unfortunately. God. Oh, man. Because, like, that building was randomly, that building was behind the Golfsmith in Towson that I was at. And that thing was packed 24 7. Jesus. Yeah. You got to think. I mean, how many people are just having kids to have kids, and they really don't want to have kids. They just do it, and then they don't do anything with them. And then something happens, and it causes shit. Like, I mean, that's a lot of people, unfortunately. And sometimes you have people just calling CPS for spite. That, that too, yes. <laughs> Hands up. <laughs> I had heard. <laughs> I've heard there are things that happen. <laughs> but yeah, I just thought that was absolutely insane. I was like, I can't even imagine. Like, even if you're another like parent on that trip, like, what do you tell your kid? Like, well, there's some weird shit in the world. And this is what happens. This is why me and your daddy love each other. Because <laughs> Jess going to show up and cause all kind of hell. So the one guy was like, you know, you know, Rob that comes over. And I should have said Rob because like Rob listens to this. And like, and Rob, no offense. Sounds, sounds like a fucking Rob. Let's say Rex. You know, Rex comes yeah. over. You know, you know, when Rex comes over and he's a little angry, it's kind of one of those situations. Except Rex doesn't put his hands on Steve, does he? No, he doesn't. I just yell a lot. Steve O. That's probably no. I, if if that happened on like my oldest kid's like field trip, he'd probably just get fired up because like that's like his thing now. Because like now when he when he wants to play, he's like, "Dad, let's fight." <laughs> that's like he wants to fight now all the time. 
It's like you don't want these hands. Which is basically like, like he just wants me to like throw them around on the couch a bunch. But like just like start letting them start them off at UFC one and just like catch up in the seasons. Which now he does it where like I'm like, all right, let's take a break. And then he'll sit on the couch and then he'll just, you know, flying knee out of nowhere. Like that's where like all my random bruises come from. When I'm like, where's this bruise on my thigh? God, can y'all like see this? Look at this bruise on my freaking good lord. Yeah. That's a kid. What did you do? That's a kid. We're gonna blame that's it on a, a kid. That's that's probably a kid. A kid. Yeah, yeah, but my kid. Oh, yeah, hey, dude. did you did you figure out what house was Michael's the other day, trick or treating? So is that what y'all saw us on a ring camera or something? Yeah, we saw you on the ring camera. Okay, yeah, so I know which one you're talking about. Y'all yeah, like, Lucas was awesome because Lu- Lucas was like, as soon as I grab as many as I want to, but I'm, yeah, I'm only going to take three. Yeah. Joe over here, I, I got eyes everywhere. I got eyes everywhere in this town. Well, I, oh, y'all like, and I was like, I was like, hey, just saw y'all getting uh, Halloween candy. And he was like, what's the fuck? Like, I looked, I turned around, I was like. <laughs> no, trick or treat. Well, I wouldn't know because you never texted me back, so I wouldn't know. Because I was just out with him. Then we left there. Then we all went to my mom's neighborhood and did that. And then the kids were how just close, How close were y'all to Michael's house from where you were going? I was, they, they live probably like six houses down from each other across the street. That's it's not that big of a – yeah, it's just from – it goes if, from Sandy's When you said to Cherokee, Choctaw. I was like, well, that's right there. Yeah. Yeah, just like, it's just Sandy's to Choctaw. It's right there. And like Sequoia or whatever the fuck it is is that's right funny. there at it. The kids were good though. Nobody like grabbed the shit ton of candy until there was like teenagers at the end that like took the rest of the candy. But it was pretty late. So yeah. I knew Lucas. Lucas is very like by the book. He's not gonna Yeah, it was funny. He was like, I'm only gonna take three. Dude, it was it was cold this year. Yeah, it was yeah. I had yeah, to take I'm, I'm glad. Like I liked it, but like kids nowadays don't like trick or treating. They don't, you know, they get candy all the time. Like it's like, I don't know. People are well, they're used to those trucker treats and they're easy, you know. Unless you go to Olive Branch Old Town's trucker treat ah, with 6,000 of your friends. Jesus. <laughs> I had to take my my youngest home early. She was not having it. They're like, I got some pictures of her, like after she had gone to a door to get candy. And it's like the mix of emotions of like excited because it's candy, but also like sad because she's so cold. She's like, I'm kind of miserable. This is fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm so very I, miserable. We had to, we had to. My oldest kept going because he was like with like one of his buddies in the neighborhood. They're like the exact same. Like the other kid was born, I think, three days after him. Yeah. So, dude, they were just thick as thieves running around from house to house. Halloween's a bad holiday for me because my my mom buys so much candy she'll buy three bags of candy and there's always a shit ton of candy here anyway but like good candy like gummy bears and shit like that and we'll only give out like a bag and then i just have to eat like in my head i'm like well i have to eat these two bags of candy that's what i have to do did we know leonard fournette went to the bills what saw that the other day? Yeah, I didn't, like Leonard Fournette practice, went to the Bills. I didn't know that practice squad or whatever. Practice squad. Oh, that guy from uh, Ole Miss that uh, um was on the Browns practice squad that played golf at Cherokee over the summer. He got cut. Which Wilkins? Wilkins? The running back, uh, Jordan Wilkins. Yeah, Jordan Wilkins. Yeah, 
Shout out to St. Benedict. Prepare to soar. Which is going to be awkward if he starts playing at Cherokee again because I really wanted to be like, oh, dude, man, I was a Browns fan. Like, it's pretty cool you're there. And I can't mention anything because if I do, I'd be like, yeah, those fucking assholes got me off the practice squad. Like, Jesus. That's when you say, ooh, so this is, it's going to be like $56 today. Is that going to be okay? Well, I had to get onto him one time because he snuck his kid out to the course. <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, my, my, just no like, families. Like, I'm going out, I'm going out there. Uh, this dude, I mean, obviously, he's in pretty good shape. Like, he's an NFL running back. <laughs> like, so I have to go to him, like, uh, sir, uh, just to let you know. And, and I just, I don't, you know, I don't want anything to happen because, you know, he's like a good guy. Uh, don't bring your kid out here uh, anymore, and especially don't sneak him out. He was cool about it, though. So, speaking of uh, the NFL and really stupid fucking decisions, uh, Traylon Burks just got his first catch since week three in this game. Three, four, five, six, seven. Ooh. Yeah. Anybody got any internet or could you like Google and see how AJ Brown's doing this year? Can anybody find that out for me? Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, what was it? Five or six games with 125 straight? He like broke the record, I think. Or like yeah. tied the re- Like just, yeah. Every week it's just like, oh, there's there's AJ Brown doing in a, cool in a, things. In a way, Why the Titans try to trade for him? Are you, are you like God, kind of like that. oddly conflicted with that though? Because like obviously it's good that he's doing well. Like that's good for the college program. Yeah, I mean like I you know it's whatever. Like I'm not a diehard live and you know breathe Titans football. But you know when he was with the Titans, it was cool. Yeah, not just because of Ole Miss, but like he was really damn good. Damn good, damn good player. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, it was just I was at a I was at a trivia night when it when he was traded. So like I wasn't on my phone. And so then like one of the guys at our table like is like, hey, he like pointed at the TV and it was on like the bottom line. And then I pick up my phone and I had like 30 text messages. Well, I feel like very few times is there like a universal consensus on like, hey, that was really stupid. And I feel like there was just an immediate like, consensus on, hey, that's probably really stupid. Well, I'm glad like, they did, did it the just because the case of I like A.J. Brown. Got to be excited not to have to fucking have Ron Tannehill throwing to you anymore. That's true. That's oh, God, true. Yeah. Which they didn't even unload him. They, they could have got rid of him. Hey, if he would have hung around, he could have had Will Levis throwing to him. <laughs> Anything's better than Tannehill. I mean, I figured they were going to trade him to the Vikings, but they ended up getting that's what I, Dobbs instead. Dobbs is just oh. going to play for every team. He's just going to go around the whole league. He's the next uh, Jeff George. Well, they're they're saying now that if if Deshaun can't start this week, that he did practice today, but they're saying if he can't start this week, then they're we are not going to start PJ Walker again. We're going to start uh, DTR again. So, yeah, yeah we're going to we're going to lose to the Cardinals this week, which is going to be awesome. DTR, baby. Yeah, I mean, like that whole plan just seems so fucked from the beginning. Where they're like, ah, oh, you know, we're 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 getting uh, we're getting rid of AJ Brown, but we're going to Traylon Burks. We're just going to have him just be AJ Brown. Like, That's oh yeah, works. just. Just much, ask much, a rookie much, to be an, a pro bowler. Much easier. Good Lord. Some poor Duke player just got suplexed. Yeah, there's the flag. <sighs> and he is hurt. Good God. 
Fucking this, Wake Forest, man. This Titans-Steelers game is going exactly how I thought it would go. Well, the first drive, you know, the Steelers just went down there, Najee Harris scored, done. And then it's just Canada, baby. boring as Matt shit Canada. ever since. 16-13 to 13 Titans in the fourth quarter. I mean, it's just so damn lame. Hey, stew on this while I grab another beer. How do how do Matt Canada and Alex Grinch still have like jobs as uh, coaches? Yeah, Alex Grinch has to like know where a bunch of bodies are buried in L.A. or something. I they've got to get rid of him. I guess the they had tournament starts tomorrow. Okay. I was asking JT about that. Shout out to JT. I was talking to him about that today. What what is it? Is it just like a round robin for fun thing that they're it's like, just it's promoting? Like, it's like group stage. I mean, there's a there's a trophy or whatever, and then so there's implications. There's, yeah, yeah, there's like a <laughs> there. We had like a breakdown of it one time. It was a uh, it was there's money implications. Yeah, there's money implications, and then there's there's a trophy, whatever. But I mean, and new courts. It doesn't. It doesn't dictate playoff seating or anything. Uh, I think it's just money. Yeah, so it's, it's just money. a thing. The NBA is just yeah. hyping up. Yeah, it's just something. Adam Silver's like Champions League is cool. Yeah, I mean, if you do it this way too, I mean, it's you might not have the stars, might not care. I mean, there's. I mean, not everyone makes. You have a lot of that minimum people. You have a lot of um, two A players yeah. that. They'll play their asses off, you know. Yeah, but and I guess that's it's something different. I mean, it's like I mean, I'm not, I'm not, games. I'm not hating on it. I just didn't know what it was. Yeah. Because yeah, I was and, like, is this, is this a courts? What is that? What is it like a neutral site thing? No, there will the championship will be. will be. Yeah, in Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God, we can't go. They um. We could, I, I saw, guess, but I saw the commercial for it with with old Chris Maltasanti on it. It's gonna it, the the finals in the sphere, York. Wait, is it really? No. Oh, no, that'd be not so how awesome. that works. <laughs> I can't. Joe, is that is that course that's by the sphere? Is that the one that's like ridiculously priced? Like it it was well, it's the win. It's not Shadow Creek, uh, but it, it it is the win course where they did a couple of the matches with, like Travis Kelsey and all those guys. So, Shadow Creek is the one that, like, you basically when you get a tea time, you have like the course rented out. Like, they don't stack the tea times where you see you don't. Yeah, see that's anyone. the one that's like a little bit north of north of Vegas. That's where like Tiger and Phil did their one match, and they host an LPGA match play event over there every year. Here's another thing that bothers me that just happened. Why it God's name at every single level? I don't know how there are special teams coaches that keep jobs because. Everybody wants to stand around the ball while it's rolling. Dude, don't don't get me started, dude. Why? Don't get me started. This is an NFL game. There's dudes just I'm gonna go I'm gonna go stand by the ball and watch it roll around. Like, what the hell are you doing, you idiot? You know who who would never allow that? Frank Beamer would never allow that. Beamer ball. Because you know, like when I would officiate high school, I'm like, well, they're high school kids, they don't know any better. But when I was like as the back judge, when the dude would go back there to return the punt, I would always tell him like, "Hey, if you're if you're calling a fair catch, put it put your arm all the way up. Don't half ass it." Yeah. Don't and then Iowa. I was like, "Don't Iowa." And, yeah, 
And then I was like, if you're not, if you're not going to pick up the ball, get away from it. Just save yourself the trouble and just get away from it. But dude, they do it in high school. They do it in college. They do it in the pros. It's ridiculous. You know, I thought we need to do a a quick recap and look forward to our uh, college football teams this week. We got to talk playoff. We got to talk playoff rankings. First, uh, (laughs) dude, he's going to mess around and go nine and three. Holding on by a thread in Denton. Where even the best little death metal band couldn't bring him down. Hey, hey, Joe Skates, baby. Denton, Texas is is pretty, pretty low key cool. That that little stadium's pretty cool. Well, I'll be at the uh, I'll be at the old uh, Liberty Bowl for homecoming this week. Uh, Got the USF Bulls coming in, you know. Oh, Jeff Scott and the Bulls. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Who, yeah, there's, a uh, nice, there's a nice home two suites in Denton that I frequented a bunch for work, and I was like, "Oh yeah, there's a stadium right there." It is. It is a cool stadium. I think. I think they did a really good job with their stadium. I think UAB did a really good job with their stadium. Uh, mm-hmm. Colorado State. Um, yeah. You know, Some of the newer stadiums are really nice, like Baylor McLean Stadium is really cool. Yeah. Um, they changed the name. I can't remember. It's some bank, but. Minnesota Stadium is nice. I thought bank. the um, the uh, the Green Bike Stadium last week with the AI stadiums about them holding a million people or whatever. Yeah, I thought it was really funny because Neyland Stadium just looked the same because like Neyland Stadium has just always been built like out more, but like the oh, they just added on structure just stays there and it's insanely weird looking and it's like well they just kept on doing that for like 50 years like yeah it'll really people now they've done a really nice job of masking that they've just added on to it over the years because like if you go if you go to an old miss game it's very obvious that that's what they've done yeah but like you know tennessee and um oh another trailing burks catch uh tennessee and lsu both have parts of their stadium that were old academic buildings. Oh, that's right with LSU. I forgot about that with LSU. Yeah. Like, like people used to go to class, like in the stadium, (laughs) but the only, my only gripe about Neyland is dude, the concourses on the South side, whatever side me and you said on York, it took us like an hour to get out of that stadium. But they're trying no, to fight it's, each other. I think no, it's they were, the, they were just fucking pissed. I think it's the the visitors side, the concourses, dude. If you're like six five, like your head is scraping the top. Yeah, it's it's a tight one. It's it, it's it's tight in there, but like everything else about it is is pretty pretty nice. But yeah, they they got a little they got a little squirrely when Tennessee and Michigan were going back and forth for who had the most seats. And they yeah. were just like in the upper deck, just like cutting, stuff in there. Yeah. Just cutting seats in half. Well, I didn't realize that for Ole Miss, I think um, who tweeted it last week? Um, maybe Alex McDaniel, I think her name is. She tweeted it that the actual game day experience at Ole Miss now is a million times better than it used to be. Cause it didn't used to be kind of stagnant down there. Like, there wasn't was like all, it was like yeah. a church. 
And they, like, I think she said, now it's like amazing going to that game down there. Yeah, they've got a, uh, they they had a whole change in leadership and some new creative folk come in and yeah, I mean they do pretty sick light show. The music is a lot better. You know they they mix in some some newer music. They do some better hype stuff. It's just like, dude, you can only get so excited if you hear "Stand Up and Shout" like a hundred times a game. Like you got to do something else. You can't just do that every third down. But York, sure. what's the one that? What's the thing that Tennessee did that annoyed me? It's always like, oh, the third down, third for, down what? for what? For, yeah. yeah, Jesus, Butch fucking Jones, dude. <laughs> why is why is the Ole Miss Texas A&M game the Raycom game this week? Because uh, CBS is doing a like triple header or something, and then uh, they pull up the schedule. Why do I feel weird about that game? Vegas is toying with you. I haven't even looked at that. I just feel weird. I just feel weird about that game. I don't know what it is. It's because Ole Miss didn't lose the Arkansas game this year. <laughs> everybody's everybody's you're like, everybody's well, they gotta lose something. The, like everybody's waiting gotta, on the other shoe to drop and yeah, something's gotta happen here. I think it's I think I think Ole Miss fans are just like they don't know how to act. They don't know what to do with their hands because this team is just they just find ways to win. Yeah, just that they don't. It didn't feel like, and I, and I, I like pulling pro miss. I just, I don't. They don't feel like a top ten team, and yeah, it's like they're just not beating the shit out of anybody. They'll, they'll end up like the two lane game. They it was, it was close, and all of a sudden it wasn't real fucking quick. But well, if, I don't if know, it's just if, weird to me, if Judkins starts playing the way he should, then it's almost like they pick up a all American all of a sudden in game six of the season. You know, game six or seven of the season, which is kind of crazy when you yeah, think of like he's if he starts to, playing to his thing, he's that's awesome for them. He's starting to heat up. Yeah. And the defense has been great all year, which I think is another thing that Ole yeah. fans don't know how to act because they haven't had a good defense in a decade. Yeah. That's um, true. Yeah, I mean it's 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 been it's been kind of a a new thing where they win with defense in the second half. Like the offense takes care of the ball. They don't it's weird to say they don't do anything flashy because they're the only team in Power Five that has three receivers with 500 or more receiving yards, which which yeah. is wild. But yeah, I mean they just win with defense and just run the football, and they kind of you know strangle you in the second half. But the A and M thing is is certainly interesting because on paper they're the better team, they have all the talent, but yeah. Jimbo is just an idiot and. <laughs> I mean, they haven't won a true road game against a ranked opponent in over two years. Jesus. Like, they – the last road win over a ranked opponent was 2021 Missouri. Good Lord. And, I mean, they're over on the road as an underdog. And they just – they can't – they don't have a quarterback that scares you. Like, Max Johnson is just pretty average. I was going to say, and I know a lot of people are kind of blaming that injury on what they are, but I feel like if that same thing happens year after year after year, then eventually the common denominator is just your program. That, yeah, I mean, like, well, they had Haynes, they had Haynes King, and then he left to go to Georgia Tech, and then yeah, I mean, they just haven't had good quarterback play. I mean, Wegman, I thought Wegman was pretty good, and then he got hurt. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think. Outside of Nick Saban, I think 
Jimbo's the one guy that like Kiffin really loves to to beat. He hasn't beaten Saban, but like you know, he wants that one obviously. But like he likes toying with Jimbo. I mean, they yeah they racked up over 500 total yards last year in that game. Um, I think yeah, I don't know. Was, was Staples talking about? Was that the Staples podcast we were talking about that? Like how how he just kind of it's almost like Kiffin in a way is a little peeved at Jimbo for going after Saban and he's kind of wanting to put the screws to him. It might it was either Staples it or be. it might have been split zone duo too though. It might have been that. I th- don't, don't talk I about th- my dad. <laughs> I also think Kiffin in some way is like pissed at Jimbo because he wastes all that talent and all those yeah. resources. Yeah. Cause I think Kiffin's like, if I was there or like, if I had that roster, it'd be a different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who, who does Tennessee play this week? You're going blank on my head. In my head, UConn. <laughs> UConn, baby. Is it really UConn? <laughs> oh, Jim Mora. Are they going to cover? Do you think they're going to care enough? Because Georgia's next week. I know UConn sucks, so it may not matter. Um, wait, is it, is it at Tennessee or is it in Hartford? No, it's at Tennessee. I'm pretty sure it's homecoming. <laughs> Well, they're, doing the, they're doing the powder, the powder accents this game. I saw that very, uh, very, very go lady balls. I can't Shout see it because I fucking, <laughs> I hate it because like I don't. What happened with this whole Twitter thing? It's like, oh I'm shit! A, yeah, you you got kicked off Twitter. I can't. Every time I get a new phone, like it What'd ends up kicking me out of stuff, and then I don't know. I just I hate passwords and everything. Wait, has you, a got, you got the titanium? No, it's like a, the 14 Pro Max. Is that the it's not the newest one? Okay, I say is the is the 15 the newest one, right? Yeah. Well, um, what work? I I don't know if there's like a quota they have to meet, like for SEC Network games to like go everywhere, because you got Kentucky Mississippi State is the night game on SEC Network. Well, that and that's my thing. Like that's why I was kind of like, well. To me, that is a <laughs> that's a race. It also, I, oh my god! Yeah, I think it also has a lot to do with A and M. Just isn't very good. And I and, and look, I've heard people say this for the last couple of years that ESPN and just like the 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 media marketing people are are against the whole notion of like, well, it's an eleven a.m. game, so who cares? They love that lead in from game day or SEC nation or whatever straight into a game. So like they, yeah, there are a lot of 11 a.m. games that, that aren't great, but you know, big noon kickoff is obviously doing something right. They put a lot of their big games at noon. Yeah. I've got, I've got a little bit of a hot take. Maybe I think so. Um, Last week, I've just gotten tired of game day. I just don't watch game day anymore. So I just don't watch anything. In the morning, like I might watch like soccer or something. Um, I watched Big Noon Saturday, or I watched whatever they call their pregame. Yeah, I it like was it. much much better than College Game Day is. Oh, right yeah, it's now. a lot more entertaining. Much better, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably I'm probably in the minority here. Maybe not. I I can't do Pat McAfee for three hours. I, I no, just, I'm with I you. Can't. I can't. I can't. I can't do anybody that they have on staff for three. I can't well, do anybody. Yeah. I. I was really pissed when Fowler left. I mean, he was the show. Like he would. Like, yeah. I, I don't like Reese Davis. I think he tries way too hard. 
but McAfee, he's just it's just too much, man. He's just he's he's I don't like people that are in full time bit mode. Like, no, that that's all he does. I hate it. It's like you think you think it's 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 him. That's his thing. Like everything's like the and like watching his. Well, they should show like clips of the Pat McAfee show, but I don't watch it. I was standing up with that giant tank top. It's just it's just weird to me. Like it's like, hey, well. Well, guys, we're here in Austin, Texas for game. Hey, you guys, did you guys see my belt buckle? Like, dude, just sit down and shut up and just talk about the games. Like every every time I actually turn on the Pat McAfee show on ESPN two, I'm reminded that the Dan Levitard show isn't on there anymore, and I just get angry. Well, also they've got like AJ Hawk is on the Pat McAfee show at like nine thirty in the morning, ripping a stogie, like. He's and like he he's weirds me out too. He just looks like Frankenstein. Like he looks like he just looks like I just can't stand it. And you know, and you know, his neck's wider than his head. That's what it is. And you know, you know, he's married to right Brady Quinn's sister, right? Yeah, Harley. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I just I can't do him, man. And like you know, he's trying to push that thing this week where he's like gonna do like college football red zone like dude big hard fucking pass on that like dude i do not want to listen to you for nine hours like how do you even qualify that like there's a million games during the day well so there's, first of all there's no way to do first it off the there's TV a guy contracts. that there's a guy that does college football red zone and if we're not mistaken he's been a guest on this podcast before and <laughs> they just need to stick him on television to do it Lang- because which he's is- probably pretty good at it Dude, the Blitz is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. If you've got X, well, you don't have to have XM. You download the Varsity Network app yeah, and you can listen Network, yeah. to it. It's awesome. I mean, they, yeah, he does, that's an amazing thing. Yeah. It, it's I guess you kind of cool. could. I mean, you think about the NFL, like, it's doable with that because there's one set of games. They, well, they own everything, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. But then you have with college football. I guess you only have a certain amount of games. Where it'd get difficult is from noon that, to six. Yeah, that middle, that middle slant. Yeah, yeah. Then it's like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. it's just a blitzkrieg of games. I mean, you'd have to oh, stick Lord. to Power Five, and then you could throw in some G Five and some, you know, offshoot FCS stuff if something crazy happened. But yeah, hard pass on Pat McAfee hosting that. <laughs> yeah, and I and I hated they got rid of the bear. Like Chris Felica was awesome, and they bring in Stanford Steve, and dude, his picks suck. Yeah, they're they're pretty bad. Why do they keep showing his record on the show? Like he's bad. That's their, that's they got. I, I mean, I, but I give, I give, I do give them credit for that. Like, they're not trying to hide anything. I yeah. mean, yeah, Fade Felica at least had good picks. And and hey, on uh, on Fox's broadcast now. Yeah, I need to just start watching that one. It's good, it's just, man. It really, is. it's for me. It's just like muscle memory. I get up on Saturday and I put it on. And I just I'll say this. I like I like the SEC network, and I know y'all are gonna get mad at me for saying this because I like Marty McGee. So I like the SEC network one because Marty McGee get on there every once in a while. Marty McGee is SEC Network's Pat McAfee. First off, Marty and McGee. Marty McGee is not a person. That would be if they like (laughs) (laughs) together. It's it's Ryan McGee standing on Marty Smith's shoulders. They're they're like little rascals. Like two guys in a trench coat. <laughs> Actually, it would just be two guys in an oversized like nineties yeah, mask. Look at me, I'm in a trench coat. <laughs> hey Nick, look, fucking <laughs> idiot. 
I, I will never. Rubbing racing, baby. That will be one thing I never understand from either of y'all. The fact that I love both those guys. I think they're awesome. And both of y'all just absolutely hate their guts. Have y'all, um, I've sent it in the group chat a couple times. Dude, that account. <laughs> Guess I never his, knew his name. <laughs> the account. <laughs> The account on Instagram of that dude that plays the NASCAR video game and just crashes into people and they get and people get so angry. But like he does all these different uh, usernames and like one of them is Earnhardt died, LOL. (laughs) (laughs) And when people get upset and they yell at him about his about his username, he's like legend of he's like legends of life. That's what LOL means. Legends of life. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so I was at I was at um, Venice, old Venice, some kind of Venice pizza, some kind of Venice place yesterday. Is it Venice um, Kitchen now? Yes, yes, I was yes, there Venice yesterday. Kitchen. And Meat, uh, meatball uh, Meatball Sub is amazing from there. And people I was with, they went over there and said hey to this person, <laughs> and then he looked just like Marty McGee, like just like him, Marty like, Smith. I, well, whatever. But he walks. She walks back, <laughs> and I and I said. I said, is that fucking Marty McGee? <laughs> that's, that's what I thought his name was. That's how much I don't give a shit about that guy. Oh, God. Wait, which one don't you give a shit about? Marty he McGee. Marty Smith. The hair guy. <laughs> Are you saying Ryan McGee doesn't have good hair? Is that what you're saying? Well, he has great hair, but like you, you know what you talk about. Yeah. I also hate how people like him infringe on sneaker culture now. Because they just have gobs of money because ESPN just overpays all these fucking idiots. So he has all these like awesome shoes. And every time I see him wear it, I'm like, you don't fucking deserve those shoes. You don't even give a shit. You're just doing That's it. That's gatekeeping. Yeah, I'm gatekeeping sneaker culture. Yeah. Oh, I finally got the. Um, I, I hate that shit. The... He's like walking around in off whites with his stupid ass hair. And I'm like, dude, you're such a dork. I finally got the. Um... Very first uh, day one pink ones today. He did, yeah. Finally, I keep I keep looking at it, but like it'll show like this random size of like all of a sudden we only have a size seventeen left. And today I got on there and they had a ten. I just clicked it. I looked at it because Ow. I got the uh, that city jersey I got today. Size seventeen. You got city yes. jersey. Yeah, I got I got a Bane city jersey. Um, this the city edition. Yeah, yeah. Which got like bad reviews, like a. Watch they had like a best. I, 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 cool. I like it. It, it. it looks a lot like that old the one years ago Joe that had like the light blue accents and the yeah. real small um, numbers and stuff like that. It looks a lot like that, but it's. I well, like people it. got people got a little like they weren't angry, but like people were just kind of like, well, that logo has been used before. Like that's been on the pants and stuff or the shorts. Yeah. So yeah. I think people were kind of like, you know, typically with this, it should be something that is truthfully different but what else can you and do it's, it's a logo using a different well they just don't need to do it every year like yeah they do run out of ideas they put out shit sometimes for some of these teams because they just don't need to do it every year well the jazz one that comes out every year it's the exact same fucking thing every year sure it's the throwback mountains every year yeah and but this one that's got like the the white collar i like that yeah so um Two things about Josh shoes. One, how hilarious was it when the kids only version got released last week, like pictures and people were like, that's the dumbest looking fucking shoe ever. Like the video game one. No, like the the backyard barbecue. Yes. That was weird. People were hating on it and everything. And it's like, 
it's a kid's shoe. It's designed for children, not for you, a 45-year-old man. Did you see the and um, secondly the, the Chinese ones? New Year's look awesome? Oh my god, those look so fucking cool. Yeah, those look really, really when, when do they come out? The Chinese New Year. On Marty McGee's birthday. I'm gonna I'm gonna completely guess this, but I'm gonna say Chinese New Year, January 24th. Somebody look it up. Dude, those backyard those backyard barbecues are kind of dope. Yeah, I mean, they're, 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 the kids' shoes are nailing. Like, I got those. Like, Lucas has the Halloween ones, just like I do. He's got the water bottles, um, the smoke, gray, smoke, the white smoke gray ones, and yeah, the so Chinese the, New Year one. There's another one too. I don't, but but they have an All Star one coming out too um, in February. And then they are they are going to re-release the um, uh, Swarsky, Savorsky, yeah, whatever you Fe- say. February tenth, the it's Air Jordan, the Air Jordan One Low Chinese New Year's are pretty sick. They gave yeah. Rui Hachimura a Chinese New Year, which is kind of racist because I think he's Japanese. So he's the guy's super black. Did y'all see him. <laughs> Because his name's Hachimura, Hachimura. No, he is like he is like Japanese. He speaks Japanese. Oh, that's right. See, that was you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you the there. Gonzaga. You can't be best friends with Brandon Clark and speak that. <laughs> <laughs> speak, speak that gibberish. Go back to your country. All right. So is Will Levis going to small do it? town? Is he going to drive him down? Yeah, not not in a small town. Yeah, Kenny Pickett. The weird thing is about this podcast, if somebody just like wanted to clip out like one second things, they could make it sound really, really bad. Like very, very bad. That's fine. We are a full context podcast. We have to listen to everything. No, no, don't cancel us. That's exactly... <laughs> Mar- Marty McGee is going to cancel us. Hey, wait, I voted for Obama twice. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. You know, you know how angry I get? Like, I, I need to shut up. Let's just you get on. angry? What are you getting angry about? You, are you saying when you get angry, you just say, oh, thanks, Obama. Thank you, old bitch. That's what I say. Who is, uh, by the way, is old slut worse than old bitch? <laughs> no, you say stupid uh, slut. You say old, old bitch slut. and stupid slut. Ah, okay. Oh, wait, what is this? York, why are you getting angry? Oh, this is that new show. The Let's Go people. Brandon thing. That drives me fucking crazy. <laughs> I, think so, Brandon, I think it is so stupid. And they think it's so Joe. funny. I was like, there's Joe, nothing funny a- about that. Uh, York, you need to just go check out the good liars and just, and just watch how they make fun of people. Like the people that say like, fuck Joe Biden. And they'll like go up and interview these people. And they're like, why do you want to fuck Joe Biden? <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they don't get it. They, they, they like don't understand the bit. But yeah, dude, I see people all the time driving around. Like, I mean, Joe, you're 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 more into politics than we are. It's like truly fascinating. Like the from like a hundred, five hundred, a thousand years from now, there are going to be another race of people 
that are going to look back on this time and be like, what the hell was wrong with y'all? But like, has anyone ever just made their entire personality just about a president? Like people do. It's very odd. I I don't feel like, or, or, or when, when it has happened that groups of people decide to, uh, put a political figure on certain pedestals and worship them in a godlike manner. It never turns out great. And I don't care no. if it's a liberal figure. I don't care if it's a conservative figure. I don't care if it's well. No, nobody's ever worshipped libertarian, a but fa- a fascist know, figure. Yeah, it, it's 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 never it's never turned out great. Well, my thing, and like I, I don't I don't vote, and I just you know I I don't ever just because I don't I'm, I'm ignorant to it. I don't so want to be on jury duty. Well, no, I just don't. I, I would love <laughs> to be on jury duty, but no, I uh, I'd never understood the, type of <laughs> the people that are, you know, if I look at policies, all that kind of stuff, maybe I'd vote for the same thing. I don't know. But the people that get so obsessed, it's like y'all could not be more opposite of this person. Like, I don't it's understand. Very this. odd. Yeah. And I then, mean, I, you can. The obsession vote. is crazy. Yeah, vote for whoever you want to, like whoever you want to like. That that's fine. Like no one's ever gonna always agree on every single thing. Like that's impossible. Don't worship anybody but the Lord and Savior. But yeah, like just decking out your car about a Big certain G. president it, on both sides. Weird. I know it's a it's a lot more weird and and extravagant on one side, but yeah, like I'm very particular about stickers I put on my car. Well, and we, when I say next, particular, we just thought next time about like stickers on cars because my God, dude, I it's you, uh, York. Remember when you had that Cowboys butts driving that sticker on your car? <laughs> I yeah. I piss on the F one for yeah the 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 Hobbs cartoon pissing on stuff. Yeah, can't we just go back to that? And the just whole, everybody like, just having everybody just having steel nut sacks on their trailer. <laughs> That's something that also made you unreasonably mad when you would see that. You I remember that. where I was. I was at Hats Cross and Goodman Road. I'll never fucking forget it. And then I see now you see the fuck it stickers. It's like, like, <laughs> like what are you doing? Like, why would you put that on your car? My nephew, my my the older one, he haven't I've seen it around more. Like, you know, the people have baby on board. Yeah. His sticker yeah. says baby up in this bitch. It's like, what? It's a safety What's worse? What's worse? It's a safety thing. So people know there's a kid in the car. People putting eyelashes on their car. What's worse? Oh, my God. Dude, or people put the... uh, My mom used to do this, and I would always be like, Mom, why? Where they put the thing, like the the Santa Claus on the back or the front that looks like you're like running over Santa. (laughs) Or Santa's just like, don't run me over. Incredibly violent. (laughs) Incredibly violent. I mean, pedestrian deaths by cars are no joke. <laughs> I have seen this is kind of funny. Like you talk about the steel nutsack or whatever. I have seen like on the back of someone's trunk or whatever where it's closed. It looks like someone got their nuts caught and it's hanging out the bottom of the just go. Yeah. Real set of like hairy nuts you just got caught in the fucking trunk. Like where are your legs? Like how do you even fold like, that way? It's like super, <laughs> like super realistic nuts just hanging out of the back. It is. It's like all I can picture is like the person was bent over this way, and then their legs, like their their faces at their knees, but their nuts were so big that they were hanging. What's well, like an old guy? Obviously, like his fucking nuts are hanging on his knee. This dog that we have at work now. I mean, is it a mangy hound? No, it's a pit bull. 
Oh, he comes in, he yeah. goes, Mr. Worldwide. And I'm like, go back to sleep, Pitbull. But no, he like, he's a p- white pitbull. Oh, showed I up. get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was his thing? Kodak moment? Didn't he say that too? I think it was Mr. 305, Mr. Worldwide. Whatever. Pitbull's awesome. He's awesome. I love it. Are you going to get this dog neutered? Is that because you're trying to say the dog has huge nuts, but no, he just hangs out. I mean, I took Leighton to see him tonight because like she was excited. They're like we got him a dog house and he just hangs out. What'd you What'd you name him? I always just call him. Did you name him Ja? No. Name him. Uh, uh, they, I, what, I want, what Grizzlies I player most had that dog in him? Marcus Smart. You can't say Mark. What? Now he's cursed. Grizzlies put like 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 had a substantial career with the Grizzlies and had a dog in them. Dylan Bros. Shane Battier. It's actually not the Shane Battier was on um Shane Simon Sinek's podcast. Purple Church. He was uh he was on Simon Sinek's podcast this week. Shane Battier, is- big fan of the bathroom at Silkies. <laughs> I have an alien head. Hey, I I know what the last text message said, but can I can I do a different topic to wrap up on? I think it's it's. Uh, hey Shane, do you want any oysters or a diver? Nope, I'm here for other things. <laughs> okay, what I do you want? Jeff? We should. I think, think, the, I think it's shit all over the bathroom. <laughs> well, the, the bathrooms at Silkies are very private. You know, um, they have seen some things. <laughs> dude, why are you taking a fucking shit right now, dude? Like, what are you doing? Dude, you, dude, you got also why is half your ass off the toilet? There's shit on the floor now. It's on your shoe, bro. God damn. You got to hover. York, York. Dude. Oh my God. Oh my God. Do you, I, I, oh man, I don't know who listens to this podcast. But they could get mad if I bring this up. Do you remember there was a group of girls that somebody shit into? That's what I was talking about. That's what I was just okay. talking about. I was like, this, this bathroom has seen things. Okay. <laughs> I remember that. Yes. I'm going to cancel you. She's going to find you and cancel you. I was like, wait a second. I was like, I wait, where was the story. Was that at Sweetgrass or? No, that was at Silky's. That was at Silky's. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was the place across from Sweetgrass that we went to? Alchemy. Alchemy. Ah, uh, that's where I thought it was. Next hey, uh, to next, Sweetgrass. Next to next door. Uh, of course, Sweetgrass next door closed down. That new spot that's going there looks pretty good, though. Like a local pub. Oh, I wanted to wrap up with our thoughts on uh, the late, I guess, great Bob Knight. <laughs> Jesus. Great coach. Huge shitbag. Psycho. I mean, just a terrible person. I'll say it again. Sure, he's just in heaven. Growing, growing up, <laughs> and probably to this day, I still hate like old people. And one of the things I hated most about old people growing up was like old people would be like, you need to like keep your con- composure and like do things the right way and this and that. And they'd go fucking like kill somebody or something. And I'm like, 
that is despicable to me. That that makes you the most despicable human being on the world. Like I've done bad shit in my life, and like I'll admit that I've done like some weird bad shit in my life. And I'm not gonna like judge people for doing weird bad shit. But when people that do weird bad shit constantly judge other people and they try to hide behind their pity accomplishments and make themselves seem like they're great because of that, and they get hero worshipped by assholes that are still in the business, that really bugs me like very very badly. And that's uh-uh. what. I think. Yeah, I you rest in hell, bitch. <laughs> Yo, bitch. So you don't like Bob Knight. Go Boilermakers, Gene Katie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was just a huge <laughs> asshole to everybody. Like he was only nice to his players after they were gone and like came back. And also that fucking chair they put next to his memorial wasn't even the right type of chair. At least get that shit right, dickweeds. <laughs> also, you fucking suck at football now. You fucking suck at basketball too. You're literally not good at indi- anything, Indiana, other than producing Jared Fogler. That's all you're good at. Get him. Yeah, he only won one national title. Go Boilers. I mean, he was so much. He was such a. Uh, oh no, excuse me. He won as a player. He won three as a coach. Yeah, he won he, one at uh, Army, right? Or uh, Cincinnati. Might be wrong about both of us. Thinking of Luke Fickle. Let's see, head coaching record. No, he won them all at Indiana. No, no, it was a player. Oh, Ohio State. God damn it. I knew it was in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he like he was such an asshole. What am I talking about? Cincinnati's in Kentucky. <laughs> That'll really piss off a very particular person who's listening to this that would listen to this podcast. Like, dude, he was such an asshole that like Mike Shashevsky was just finally like, we're done. We're not friends anymore. And like that was his coach. I just remember being such a dick to Jeremy Schaff after his dad died. He was like, your dad would never. It's like, dude, that's just a fucking dick move. Yeah, Bob, your dad probably you know, swallowed a bullet because you were his kid. How about that? <laughs> Jesus. Fucking hate him so much. That's like, I, you know, everybody was like, oh, you know, what a great coach all week. And it's like, okay, acknowledge the other stuff, too. Yeah. And everybody's like, whoa, separate the art from the artist. Like, nah, just be a good human being. Well, I think it's hard yeah, to I'll like, do that with Kanye because he came out with some bangers. But I'm not doing that with Bob Knight. Bob Knight didn't come out and watch the throne. I mean, yeah, just a He would have thrown it. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That's a pie. Hey, he would have loved the he would have loved the one song because he loved saying that word a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Knight was at the show. I tell you what, this Kanye, this Kanye fellow's got some good music. I can just say the N word. I'm singing along. He was was at that one show in LA where they played it like 12 times in a row, and Bob's just like, yes, yes. Yeah, Bob's Bob's turning around to everybody around him. He's like, they're saying it, so I can say it. It's part of the song. It's like, Bob, Bob, you can't go hard R. Fuck you. No, no. I do everything hard. Yeah. 
I'm like, I feel bad. Somebody like when I die, somebody's gonna shit all over me too. So it's like whatever. But it's like, yeah, but I you're just, dead. I, Who cares? I, I never fucking liked him. I never will like him. I never understood the the respect and everything. Like I, I just, I, I never understood any of it. He's literally one of the reasons I hated old people growing up, and to this day I still hate old people. I know I'm going to become an old person eventually, and I hope that young people talk the same way about me that I talk about old people. Like that's just that's just what needs to happen to have the world go around. Well, the way that technology and modern sciences are going, like you don't know if you're going to be old. Well, when they reset the matrix, I think you get reborn. Maybe. Well. After I swallowed the red pill. Well, you know what? Bob Knight. Fuck you, you old bitch. Bob Knight, the consummate old bitch. All right. That's the Rad Dad Podcast. Episode 37. We'll be back next week. We didn't get into it tonight. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk bumper stickers and <clears throat> college football playoff next week. And uh, Tottenham Hotspur next week. <laughs> Go Spurs. Spurs. Vamos. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll be back next week with another one. Shout out to uh, Pitbull and Joe for joining. Um, hopefully, by the time we record next week, the Grizzlies will have won a game. Is that a tall boy, Natty. Yeah. Nice. I have three left. Might as well. Don't pour any out for Bob Knight because he doesn't deserve it. All right. We'll be back next week. (laughs) We'll be back. (laughs) We'll be back next week. (laughs) See y'all later.